if if y'all weren't able to notice this month's um, this month's lessons for the youth was identifying lies of the world and throughout the skit they're identifying these lies that are pulling them back and forth about how much um, how they need to look how they need to dress how they need uh, money to be valuable or how they need to um, have enough money to be happy and so what we found with this is it's important for them to be able to go back to the scripture and research from their primary source and the primary guideline that God gives them for a hopeful life. And I think it's important because our high school today has a multitude of different secondary sources that they can go to and when they're trying to identify this uh, happy and hopeful life. And all of it is at an instant internet access on their phone. They can Google anything nearly and pop up with answers of how they should do this and how they should do this. When they go and they're trying to look for these answers, they'll start turning to people. And they'll start turning to people in their church. They'll start turning to their friends. They'll start turning to their parents. And they're all asking for these answers and how they need to act and how they need to, how they need to live. And so in high school, and sorry, I have to give you all a high school lesson. We're going back. But uh, so I remember studying the differences in a primary source and a secondary source. And so a primary source includes a firsthand or contemporary account of an event or topic. They're the most direct evidence of a time event because they were created by people or things that were there at the time or at the event. And a secondary source is one that was created later by someone that did not experience firsthand or participate in the events in which the author is writing about. A secondary source often summarizes, interprets, or analyzes, or even comments on information that are found in a primary source. And again, so these kids are having to go through all of these different secondary sources. And what we found is it's important for them to be able to look up scripture and identify from their primary source what the Bible's telling us about these problems and these temptations that they're going through. And so that was our mission for uh, this past, past month. And we wanted to share that with y'all in the form of after the skit, each of the kids were researching scriptures about what the Bible tells us and our primary source tells us about what we should be doing in these different temptations and in these different environments. And so the youth put together all of these scriptures. And so I just want to applaud them for being able to research in their Bibles and find these scriptures and to find these points um, to be able to share with everyone. And my question and my challenge for the church now is to be able to identify whether each of us individually are training ourselves in this primary source or are we too trying to train ourselves in a secondary source through phone, through asking friends, through going to anyone other than our direct and primary source for our answers. And so this is important for us because, as I said, all of these different trials and uh, tribulations and temptations that Debney is being pulled through throughout the skit, many of us are experiencing them on a day-to-day -day basis. And unfortunately, we may continue to experience them going forward in our lives. And so the reason I think that this is so important is because this guideline and this book for our primary source on solving these problems is our key to victory. 
And so think if we were going to run a triathlon or if we were going to go into war. We wouldn't start at the starting line if we've never ran a mile before. And we wouldn't start at the starting line if we didn't know how to ride a bike or how to swim in a triathlon. So the same thing goes for if we were going into war. If we were going into a war, we wouldn't want to go into it as if, and not know how to either use a weapon or defend ourselves. Well, all of these things still apply the same way in that if we're not going to the primary source and training ourselves, then how are we going to be able to fight these battles in life? How are we going to be able to counter these temptations and all of these trials that we go through? And I think a lot of us are finding ourselves unsuccessful in our efforts to fend off these worldly lies because we haven't been diving in and training ourselves in the Bible. And so they say, uh, a popular saying is failing to prepare is like preparing, failing to prepare is like preparing to fail. And insanity is continuing our same path and expecting a different outcome. But I also wanted to talk about the intensity. Did y'all see in there in the skit how Debney is fighting and clawing and scratching back and forth to try and get back to Jesus? It's, it's an intense battle. And I think for each of us in our daily lives and our daily faith, we have an intense battle that's going on in our souls as well. And that's all of these different lies and temptations that are pulling us throughout, throughout this life. And I think that, again, it's important that we remember that we need to go back and we need to train ourselves and go back to the primary source. So in a war, we think of this intensity because it's a life or death situation. And I want us to start thinking about our, day, our daily lives and these temptations as a life or death situation because truly they are. At the end of our lives, when our caller calls on us, we're going to have to answer for our actions. And if we don't know how to respond to those in our day-to-day -day lives, then how are we going to be able to respond to those when he calls us? So let's go back to the scripture. It says in verse 4, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, but are we really trying to learn? It says, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. So if we've been wondering about this endurance that we've been needing to withstand all of these different temptations and all of these different trials that are pulling us in life, the answer is in our primary source. It's right here in the Bible, and it says it in the Scripture. So another point I wanted to make is as we're going through these temptations, if we're unprepared, as Debony may have been in the skit, we start believing these lies that the world tells us. And it's we start to create these insecurities in our minds and in our hearts that we're insufficient. But if we were truly trained in the primary source of, of the Word of God, we would understand what Bailey had mentioned in the book of Genesis, that we're all created in God's image. And so if we're created in God's image, why do we care about what other people think and if they say we're insufficient? Because in God's eyes, we're the most valuable thing that he's ever created, each and every one of us individually. And so if you're telling me I'm an image of God, but I would rather believe somebody that doesn't have a heaven or a hell to put me in, then it's crazy. It's insane. But yet we continue every day and our youth fall into this 
every single day once they go to that secondary source and they're scrolling through their phones and they're seeing all of these different things, they have these terrible thoughts in their mind, put in the back of their mind that they're insufficient. And that's what we need to make sure we tell them the truth and we show them how to find the truth in the primary source. And so we would also know that in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, this is one of my favorite verses. It says, God didn't create us with a timid spirit, but with a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. And I think it's so important how God lays this out for us because all of these insecurities that give us this timid feeling of, that we are insufficient, that's not a godly feeling. That is a worldly feeling that we've been believing all of these lies and we've been believing all of these things the world is trying to tell us. And that's where these insecurities come from. That is not a godly feeling. And I want y'all, and especially I want the youth to understand that. Um, like I said, as we're scrolling through our phones, we're seeing all of these different secondary sources that are telling us the contrary. And what's crazy is, is we're spending all of this time scrolling through this secondary source that we're missing out on what God tells us we have in our primary source. And we're wasting our time with the secondary source that we're not identifying and spending the time with God that he wants for us to, to allow us to see what he has for us in this primary source. And our jobs, all of the, like the uh, portion in the skit of greed, we all are chasing, the, chasing money and chasing worldly possessions that we think we need because all of our friends have. And we're telling ourselves, well, we're invaluable because we don't have that. Well, while we're doing that, we're wasting time and we're not finding out what God tells us we are and how valuable God tells us we are in our primary source. And I think it's crazy because in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, the verse right before God tells us about the spirit he created us with, he tells us that we need to fan into flame our gift of God. But how are we to fan our fan into flame our gift if we're trying to find our gift in a secondary source and we're not looking in a primary source. And so I want to leave you all today with this challenge, and it's to stop trying to find your answers in a secondary source and to begin training your hearts and your minds in the primary source that God's given us. The only way to identify the lies of the world is to go straight to the primary source. Because how we're training in our lives is not only important for us, but it's also important for our youth, for the church, for our friends, and for our family. Because we can share the primary source that we're training ourselves and the endurance that we're learning from the Bible, and we can share that with each of these individuals and our loved ones. And so, I tried to make it short and to the point. Now we're going to have a time of open invitation. Um, at this time, if you're wondering about this primary source, if you have any questions about this primary source, we ask that you come forward and the elders will pray with you. Um, if you would like to become a member of this church, we ask that you please come forward and you'll be accepted with open arms. If you would like to accept your father as your Lord and or our Father as your Lord and Savior, please come forward and we would love to help you do so. Like the song said earlier in our intro, run to the Father, his arms are open wide, and don't let us forget about our primary source he's given us. Let us pray.
Dear Lord, we just thank you for this day, and we thank you for the very many blessings that you've given us, dear God. Just thank you again for our youth and being able to let your light and let your glory shine to our church, dear God. Just thank you so much for what you're doing in their lives and doing in each and every one of our lives, dear God. I pray that we keep this primary source and this primary guideline for life close to our hearts and close to our minds, dear Lord. When we have any trouble or any tribulation that we're going through, dear God, I pray that we run to the primary source instead of the secondary sources the world is trying to give us, dear Lord. I pray that you ultimately give us the strength and the endurance to battle back to you, dear God, and battle back to our primary source. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.